To love is to live. To love is a brilliant way of life. If this were a perfect world, or is this a perfect world that we need to seek and find our way to love? That's the opening poem from Life is So Strange by Dale Bazio, released December 3rd, 2021 on Cleopatra Records. Dale Bazio today is the lead singer of Missing Persons. Throughout her 30-plus year career, Bazio not only paved the way for women in music, but has also solidified a permanent place in pop rock history. From sold-out worldwide tours, to working with Frank Zappa and Prince, to performing at arenas and festivals with David Bowie, U2, The Pretenders, Stevie Nicks, and more, Bazio's contribution to the music industries continues to be celebrated by fans around the globe. Welcome to Behind the Drive Shortcuts. My name is Douglas McLean, and our guest is Dale Bazio. It's really a thrill to meet you. I, um, I'm quite surprised at uh, what an exciting career you've had. And, uh, um, you know, I, I didn't really, to be honest with you, I didn't really know a heck of a lot about you. Now I've got a chance to talk to you a bit. So congratulations on the book. Um, how, how are people receiving it? Are you getting lots of response for it? Oh yeah, positively. They 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 uh, they're really loving the story. I don't think they knew all these things about me prior to now. Um, <clears throat> about my childhood and such, growing up, you know that yeah. story. Um, and um, I pretty much uh, broke the mold with this uh, story. I I wanted to tell it as if I were talking to you, yeah. not, at, not at me. Yeah. Well, it certainly comes across that way. Um, it's a pretty exciting read. I mean, y- uh, uh, you were moving... Thank you. You were moving, you were moving at pretty fast pace there, so that's uh, pretty exhilarating. I wanted to start, basically, by asking you to uh, kind of recount the story about that you start the book with, with falling out of the hotel uh, window. Do you mind sharing that story with us? Uh, yeah, it was a rather uh, 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 strange event. Um, I pretty much, uh, yeah, I fell out a window 40 feet and landed on my head and I broke my floating ribs and my kneecaps and I had to <clears throat> really put myself together for quite a while to to come back to life. And I, I, I appreciate life so much more than I would have if that didn't happen to me. Yeah. And it's, it's such a dramatic uh, kind of... Uh, it's almost like a, a little transformation point in your life. I mean, um, and then, you know, a lot of things started to happen from you there. You you mentioned in the book that you felt that you were able to really understand music after that fall. Did you, uh, is that the way it went? Is that the way it happened? Did you just found your way in music a little better there? Or you talked about being able to yeah. play piano and stuff. I felt a lot clearer a clear view on everything. <laughs> I took the patience and the time to listen and see and gain 
um, <clears throat> I opened my eyes. Um, why that happened, I don't know. <clears throat> Where I hit my head, I don't know what happened. Yeah. But I had a, um, a metamorphosis of some sort, yeah. you know, just to appreciate life and to take take the step to in life to do the things that I might think I in. Yeah. That I didn't have the courage to do, right. as maybe prior to falling out the window, but as what I call it. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's sort of a life <clears throat> experience. Yeah, I mean, have you did, have you complete? Did you ever have after effects from that fall, or did was anything? Were you you weren't permanently well, damaged, yeah? So. Um, no, pretty much cleared up, but I mean, my eyes aren't so great now, yeah. you know, and I do have knee problems, I mean, I I suppose all these years later, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't have like major effects, so yeah. nothing, 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 you know, I didn't even cut my face, oh, I split my head open yeah. above my hairline, yeah. and um, I broke my floating ribs and my kneecaps, Right, but those can all heal. Right. Well, I mean, maybe it was fortuitous. <laughs> it's hard to know. Listen, um, the the your your story kind of starts when you're 17, I guess, when you meet Frank Zappa, right? And uh, he asks you to perform on Joe's Garage. Can you share any of the uh, stories around how uh, around the recording of that, and particularly, uh, can you talk at any kind of give share any kind of story about what it was like to be around Frank Zappa, because so many people considered him a, z a genius, you know, um, a musical genius. So that's that's an incredible contact to make so young at life. Yeah, Frank Frank was a genius, obviously, and, um, you know, pretty much he took me under his wing, and I made him laugh, you know, I, I made him laugh, that that was that was what the attraction I believe was, um, you know. Uh, uh, Frank just just took to me right away when whenever we he'd go on tour, I was with him, and uh, I don't know. It, it just we became friends automatically. Yeah. And then he said to me one day with that um, accent, "You'll be a household word." Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> literally, <clears throat> he made my dreams come true. Right, I can imagine. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, a lot of people consider that his uh, greatest album. So um, you're pretty, you're pretty lucky that you were able to perform there. Right, and so many things happened from there. So. Let's, let's just jump a little bit to missing persons because, so you guys were around in, in, you were basically together for what, six years, was it? Missing persons was, was that how? Yeah, we were nine, nine, about nine years. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, we, we rehearsed quite a bit before and we were friends early on. We made our record um, in, in 79. Right. Uh, we were number one. Uh, when on K Rock from the New Year's Eve '79 into 1980. Right. <clears throat> so we started out um, pretty young together, the three of us. Right. 
And, um, you know, we all went on to do the traits that were most important to us. Warren in his songwriting, Terry in his drums, and me performing. And then it's, it's amazing that we're still able to do that. They are geniuses, and I'm very grateful to have been able to work with them. I love them very much. Right. And and you were you were writing a fair number of the songs for them too, right? As I understand it, I'm not. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we all wrote together. Okay. There's a lot of songs that I penned for yeah. missing persons. I'm a writer anyway. I love to write. Yeah, I love to write. That's the thing about me is yeah. that that's the one thing that's so easy to do, and I love it so much. So yeah. it's just a pleasure, and that, and that's why I was so happy to write the book. Yeah, because I love to. Yeah. I just love writing. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. I mess up the words. I mix them up. I I rearrange them. <laughs> I I like to stop in the middle of a sentence, and, as if I was really talking at, at to you and not at you, as right. I mentioned before. Yeah. And I think that's the trip that I was on when I was talking uh, to Keith Balcourt and, and putting it together. I'm telling him the story at the same time that he didn't know a lot of the things about my childhood. He knew about the fall because we've been friends a long time. But there were things about my childhood that he would open his jar and just stare at me and go, oh, 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 (laughs) (laughs) and uh, and actually bring me from tears back to laughing, you know? So it was a real, um, a real journey to write this book and make it uh, understandable to to, to our listeners, you know, to, and and I want to thank you for being a buffer to make it possible for me to speak to, to all the friends and fans and listeners and, and you know, you're very important to me to, to get this message across. Right. And I appreciate you very much. Oh, well, thank you. I... You know, my cousin, my cousin, my cousin, uh, you're welcome. My cousin is Angel Arsenault in Canada. Really? Yeah, do you know Angel Arsenault? No, I don't know that name. From Montreal, from really? Montreal, yeah. singer, very famous. She was a very famous singer. Really? But she passed away. Yeah. She passed away. Yeah, but very beautiful, angelic voice. Wow. Her name was Angel Arsenault. I'll look yeah. her. I'll look her up but, for sure. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to tell you because you have the influences to look up this situation for yeah. music. Yeah. Well, that's an exciting story. Well, I mean, one of the things that comes across in the book was that you uh, really seem to love people, and uh, you were re- you're very open to all kinds of people, and uh, you just it seems that you really enjoyed having a lot of uh, fun, and uh, you know, just enjoyed the whole sort of vibe of brown music at that time, and uh, so that comes across pretty clearly. Our, is that was that a major part of your personality? You think, or was it just? Well, I think that is my personality. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is. Yeah, I kind of light up and shine and yeah. and uh, come alive uh, with the party more yeah. than the more than area. Yeah. I I I like to um, I like to be the, the center of the attention. I guess okay. I I do. I like to be the center of the party and. 
making sure everyone is having a good time and you know, and I really love to sing, so that kind of you know puts it all together for me. Yeah. But now I'm hoping I could possibly make a movie and uh, work on a nice soundtrack, um, play some piano. I don't know, yeah. get get some really interesting music, violins and such. Yeah. You know, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> now you um, you just released an album not long ago, right? In 2020. Um, uh, what's it? I forgot the name of it. Oh, Dreaming. Dreaming. Yeah. Dreaming. It's, it's a good, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, can you tell us a little bit about how that got put together, that project? There's some very interesting songs on it. Uh, Play With Fire is my favorite off of that album, but it is some, I think there's one of your songs on there, uh, as I understand it, but uh, you, can you tell us a little bit about that project and how it was received and how it's been going? Yeah, the thing. Yeah, I've got, I've got two songs. I wrote two songs on there. Um, but I didn't start out, I didn't start out uh, writing songs. I more wanted to just do like, I, I love singing other people's songs. Right. Because it's a challenge to see if you can do it right. like they do it. Right. That's the thing. Why people love karaoke. It's yeah. so cool to approach it and be able to, you know, get different in yourself and people will accept you because you're trying to mimic someone else. Right. So that makes it okay. If you stood up there and started singing your own way, people might go, oh, kid donkey, oh, <laughs> But when you try and mimic someone else, then they give you there's a loophole, right? right? It's yeah. a glitch. Yeah, yeah. They, get, they let you off. They let you off easy. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I wanted to do. I, I basically wanted to sing the songs that I really, really, really love. Oh, I okay. love those songs. I love California Dreaming. Yeah. I, I sing it in my head all the time anyway. Right. I just love that song. Yeah. I just, you know, it was the songs I grew up on. And that's, that's kind of that way. But I love soul music, the dramatics, Tavares, the Tavares, the Chai Light. I'm really, really into uh, Curtis Mayfield and people like that. Too. I, I did grow up on different kind of music, being from Boston. Right. Um, and it was pretty much soul-centered to me at the time, you know, in the 60s, whatever. Yeah. But um, the music for the missing persons is timeless. I don't, I don't know. It just got looped into the 80s because that's when we were a hit. Right. But the matter of the fact is the music is timeless. Yeah. It's driven by mu musicians that were complete geniuses that all all worked with Frank Zappa. Yeah. So we 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 weren't really set out to make a, a hit song as per se. We yeah. wanted it to be avant garde and, and the music that people could not dance to. Right. <laughs> well, you're absolutely you're absolutely right about them being timeless because some of those songs. Uh, really sound great now i um, mean and uh um you know they seem to be getting a lot of streams and things like that on spotify if that counts for anything but um it, it's 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 pretty oh, yeah, yeah. They fit, and they fit right in with the time yeah, of the world yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. the beat the, the, the words yeah. uh, you know it's all and it's singable now you know I mean, you don't have to think so hard and i i think music shouldn't be so hard to think of unless you really want to. Right. right? Yeah. 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 
Now, um, um, oh, geez, I lost my train of thought. You had an album out in 2014, but I didn't write down the name of it, and I listened to three or four of the tracks of that this morning. That was a pretty exciting uh, album as well. I just wonder what the... I put the name down, but I forgot to write it down. Um, and Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was on Cleopatra as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think... With the bass Yeah. Yeah, that had some yeah. really good uh, tunes. Did you... Uh, did you tour behind any of those albums? Did you take them out on no, the no. no, 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 no. I just play the concerts that I do because I live in California. Yeah. And I play a lot in California because Missing Persons is, is an L.A. band. Right, sure. So I keep that alive, and I live here in L.A., so I kind of keep it that way for my own self. Right. And there's so many places in California you wouldn't even know if I played down the street because people yeah. just stay in the neighborhood. Yeah. They don't leave the neighborhood, you know? Yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> you know? So is it, yeah, it's probably the same in Canada because yeah. everything is so far away. Yeah, you can't, you know? you can't do that in yeah. Canada, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, have to, you know, you stay in the neighborhood right. to keep, you know, and that's where everything happens. Yeah. I mean... Mostly the whole world does that, believe me. They stay in their neighborhood. Yeah. That's what they do, yeah. you know? Yeah. Only the, the, the avant-garde people are traveling and coming and going. But, um, you know, I mean, it's just, it's the same thing about, you know, how how everything gets processed. Yeah. You know, unless you're really thinking outside the box, you're not much really need to leave home. Yeah, no. I, I lived in Los Angeles in the 1970s for about a year and a half, um, and I, I have pretty fond memories of it. I, I went back there in the late 90s for a while, but things had changed so much that I didn't really recognize it. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. There's music everywhere down there. You could just play forever. Um, one of the things I'd like to ask you a little bit about is... Uh, when you worked with Prince, um, did you did that album get released, or was it just a couple of songs you recorded? Uh, yeah, it did get released. It's called Riot in English. English yeah. But um, <clears throat> Prince only let uh, 250,000 sell because oh. I was selling out over him. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah, so he stopped the he stopped the presses. Oh, that's too and um, and then uh, we 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 broke up basically. Right. Yeah. You know, we we stopped uh, hanging out and seeing each other, and <clears throat> he um, dished me. So I had to go on with my life, and right. um, which I did. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well. You don't you don't seem to have a problem there. You, now, now the the one song Simon Simon is that is that your song or is was that a collaboration? Yes, with that's you? my song. Yeah, yes, I wrote that song. Yes, a, yes, I wrote that song. Yeah, I actually wrote it about Prince. Yeah, and I I didn't tell him. I I didn't I didn't tell him, but I did. I wrote that about Prince. I thought it was so cute. Yeah, and he he never he never figured it out. Right. <laughs> And then he wrote a song for me, and it's called So Strong. And it's on that record on Riot in English. And when he passed away that day, I played it to myself and thought, oh, wow, 
I thought he was talking about himself. Right. And then I realized that David was talking about me. Right. <laughs> and I went, oh, oh, oh. Right. I can, you know, I can be a little... A little kind of cold and hot ass, and that's what he used to call call me. He said, "You're cold and hot ass." Yeah. And I'd be really. Yeah. And I guess, I guess so. I mean, not on purpose, though. You know, yeah. um, I am just a little kid from Medford, and I think if you fell forty feet out of the window on your head, you might be a little cold and hot ass too. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, I- thing. And that's why I wanted to write the book, because I don't think people know why I have this attitude. Yeah. My attitude is a good attitude. Yeah. It might not seem good for you um, if I'm looking or you know, going the other way, but I'm going to make sure I survive. Right. I mean, that's it. Yeah. You know, I'm going to get through no matter what. I'm just going to make it happen. I'm not going to be a, a, a failure. Yeah. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give in. Right. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. That's not that's not not, not, what, not what I'm made of, you know. Yeah. So I'm from Boston. Yeah. And I'm really you know, I can be a pretty strong chick when yeah. I need to be. Yeah. <clears throat> and teach the fire, you know, and just I mean, I, I don't feel that I have faced things bad enough to tell you the truth. I mean I feel that the there could be a lot more coming. Right. And I, I, I I'm just still standing and and thanks to helping John. And, you know, I'm just still trying to keep a good attitude. Yeah. And, and, you know, be the age I am and, and go on and do what I can and whatever I'm capable of. So. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty clear in your story is that you were focused and had dreams and you wanted to achieve them. So you didn't let things get in your way. I, I just wanted to say that I really, I, you know, I had never heard that song, Simon, Simon, honestly. And I was quite stunned by it. <laughs> so, and Ox, and Riot in English, too. I thought, wow, those are really good. Now, you, you met... Well, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Riot in English, I pride myself on that song. Yeah. I love that, and I love that song. Yeah. I think it's really brilliant. Yeah. No one ever picked up on it. It was. <laughs> but whatever, it's all good. Yeah. Now, one, did you, what, I, I've kind of, that's as far as I managed to get in the book. I, I told John I'm going to have a heck of a time reading this book in time before I have a chance to chat with you. So can you t- tell us a little bit about the story after, after Prince? So what did you go to, where did you head after that? You mentioned Elton John. What was your involvement with Elton John? Oh, no, I didn't have any. I just met him one day, and he said he loved my stockings. <laughs> oh, I see, yeah. Right. No, no. <clears throat> no, um, well, after Prince, I pretty much went to Boston. I stayed in Boston, and I had two children. I raised my sons. Um, they went to school, and then um, when they got older, I started to think of what to do and then my father died um and I really thought I should go back to work right. and then a week later Frank Sapper died after my father it seemed like within a week and I thought oh no yeah. no no I really had to go back to work right so I just went back to work and that's how long I've been working since then yeah it's been years yeah <clears throat> now- it's been years 
different things happen, you know, different yes. things happen. And so then, then when Prince died and my son woke me up and I went, oh, yeah. okay, I better go sit down and write because that's what I do. Yeah. Just sat down and started writing. And, and I just thought to myself, wow, what am I, what am I doing? Right. I said, I don't know. Yeah. But I, maybe I should write a book now too because yeah. he died and if I die and I don't tell my story, yeah. I won't be happy about that. I'll yeah. be like cursing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's for sure. Well, yeah. Uh, so that's what I did. I, I just thought, okay, I'm going to tell the story like I'm telling you. Right. You're not telling me. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah, absolutely. Now, in the book, there's poetry. In the book, do you write poetry as well? Or is that, are those songs? I do. Yeah. I write, yeah, I write poetry that ends up being songs, oh, okay. pretty much, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's that's how I I do it. I yeah. mean, prose, poems, whatever you want to call them, yeah. song, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. They, they're all the same. They're all, they're all uh, singy, songy. Yeah. Yeah. Conversation, yeah. but I I write ethereally. I don't think in love songs. Uh, and, you know, and I don't like to go there. Frank Saffer told me to never write a love song. Don't say I love you. Don't be starting to write those stupid I love you songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll never get anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's <laughs> that's good. That's good advice. Well, I mean, he. I don't think he ever wrote a love song either, but. Now you you mentioned in your book that one of the places you were talking about uh, destination unknown, which was a pretty big hit for missing persons. That you you tend to want to write about. Uh, uh, you, you you say in your book you you want to write about death, but is is that something about that? I didn't know didn't notice that, but um, you wanted. Oh uh, yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute. Yeah. Notice that. So that's so. Well, so yeah. <laughs> kind of you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, destination unknown to me means I don't know where we go from here. Like, right. where do we go from here? It, yeah. it seems like we should know by now about more about death going to the other side. Yeah. But I don't think anyone died and came back and told us what's happening over there. Yeah. So we are still in our own question of where do we go from here? Yeah. And because I fell 40 feet, because I fell out that, had that fall, I, I, I immediately woke up and said, oh my God, where do we go from here? Yeah. That, that's all I could think of. Yeah. That's all I could think of. Yeah. And I thought, what well, destination unknown? This is, not good. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. it's, it's, it's absolutely bizarre. Life is so strange. Yeah, it's it's weird. more it's more about the journey, I think, than the destination, perhaps. But I don't know. Well, I'll share. Well, a maybe that's a very good point for you to say, and that's a very good attitude for you to have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because of course, if we go every day trying to figure out where do we go from here, we'll be blasted with. Too much information, yeah. and, and 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 then and then what do you do? What do you believe? Yeah. Right? I mean, there's so many philosophies, <clears throat> as well as there's so many religions. Yeah, it's baffling. Yeah. So I take it to the to to my heart. I, I I go to sleep at night, and I I I say to myself, "Dear God in heaven, watch over me and my sons, and and take care of the world, exactly. and please." Yeah. By the prayer that I pray, make everything all right. Yeah. And then I go to sleep. And yeah. then I go to sleep. Yeah. And I, every single night of my life, since I woke up, 
since I woke up uh, from being in a coma and on life support, I thank God above. Whoever, he or she or they are, yeah. I thank them. I thank, I thank, I thank it. I thank it. Yeah. I thank the world for letting me be here one more five minutes span. Yeah. I, I thank the gods above. Yeah. And I don't know how anyone can commit suicide. And people do. They, they're shooting themselves and hurting themselves. And yeah. oh, just think a little longer. Just give it 30 more seconds. Yeah. Just give it another fucking day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, things uh, tend to... Uh, well, you know, some people get bogged down so much, but... Uh, I mean... Uh, it happens so quickly, you see. Yeah. People come and go so quickly around here, just like Alice in Wonderland says. Yeah. yeah. That movie is so more theatrical in your mind than you know. Yeah. Now, can yeah. I ask a little bit about when you were in Missing Persons, two of the things that were very, very distinctive about your your style was, first you had that uh, that high, I don't know what it is, It's you, I guess you're hit, you kind of... Yeah, that's sweet. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's a... It's a yeah. 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 That's, yeah. That's, I do that because uh, I just thought it was a good little accent there. Yeah. And then when we played the music for Frank Zappa, Frank said, "Oh, leave that there. That's your signature little squeak right there. Leave it. That's fantastic." <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's very distinctive. I mean, it's it's even more distinct, you know, because Michael Jackson did that sort of thing too. He had a little, but uh, well, he said. Oh, yeah, he says, yeah, oh. yeah. Do you? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. how you discovered that? How did you come across that? Because that's that's. It quite just a... came out while I was singing <laughs> the track. Oh, at, I that, see. That, that, at that point in '79, I just like I inhaled backwards and I went, huh, huh, yeah. huh. <laughs> and then Jerry went, "What are you doing? Don't yeah. do that." Yeah. I went, "Oh, it's just happening naturally." Yeah. yeah. He went, "Well, I won naturally." Yeah. And I said, well, I'm just leaving it there. So we just, we did those. We took those songs. Those songs got recorded in like two takes. They were done. That was it. We did it. Right. Put the drums down, put the things down. We were working with Ben Scott. It was perfect. Right. We never overdubbed anything or redid anything. Right. Those, all those music, music that Frank Zappa gave us a demo to do in his studio that day went on to be on all the records. Right. Yeah. Um, because I saw a YouTube video of you, I think from 2017, uh, and I, I guess it was Missing Persons or the whatever Missing Persons is now, and uh, and you were doing that on stage as well. I thought, wow, that's amazing to have that uh, have that signature still there. Is it hard to do? I mean, how are you? How no, are you, yeah. no, 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 just it just. Pops out. Really? <laughs> it's wow. just like a, it's a note. It's just another note. Yeah. It's well, nothing really. Well, it has, it, has <laughs> a, it has a little joy to it. I mean, it's like, you know, Molly Waters used to do that yip. I don't know if you remember. He used to, when he'd get really excited in the music, he'd do a little yip. Anyway, um, the other question that's so intriguing about missing persons in that period of time, and also uh, some of your videos around the Prince period, too, is the way you dressed. And uh, you, your makeup and your hair and all of that. Did, did, were you were you kind of creating that look yourself, or was that something that you were getting? Yeah. Up, yeah. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I did it all because I was so so little 
and I couldn't find clothes that was just going to be uh, fitting enough for me, and I didn't want to uh, just be wearing what everyone was doing in the mod fashion. Right. I wanted to set my own kind of style uh, that worked for me personally, not really to, to start a motion. I just was looking after myself, so right. um, it just ended up being that I, I struck this oddity for different types of material, <laughs> like plexiglass. Right, yeah. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. that is very, uh, that's very unique. You know, we forget how uh, adventurous those bands were in those years, and, uh, you know, everybody was trying to find some way of being distinctive, I guess. So, listen, I right, don't... Right, right, yes, that's true. Yeah. We wanted to be the noticeable ones. Yeah. You know, that was it. <laughs> yeah, be a center of attention. Well, listen, it's a great story. It, I don't want to take too much more of your time. It's a great book. Um, I'm going to definitely finish it. I was uh, pretty surprised by the energy in it, and uh, I'm sure... And are you got plans to record some more music or something in the works coming yeah, up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. I'm going to work on a movie. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've got some people that I'm interested in, and uh, I'm going to work on a soundtrack and, you know, maybe work with my sons. And, uh, they're very into making movies and, and music. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, you know, I'm going to try to keep it, uh, keep it in the family, yeah. you know, I want to let you know that please go to facebook.com slash Bozio and you can order my book, um, Canada. I can send it to Canada, don't worry. And you can order uh, uh, albums, vinyl from me at that 8 by 10 You know, all the stuff that the rock sure. stars do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, 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 so I want you to come onto that uh, Facebook and um, your friends and listeners can... You know, I can get my book to them. Right. So. Well, I'll, I'll make sure that I uh, promote that. Do you do you have a YouTube channel too, or I didn't find one yet? Do you have your own uh, collection of your own no. videos out there? Because no, uh, no, no, I only I have only my Facebook. Because, uh, um, yeah, I just do the Facebook right. really. Okay. Right now, yeah. 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 Well, so we'll that, see what the future holds. Yeah. But it's um, it's uh, Facebook.com slash Dale Bozio. Well, you know what to do. You put it up there. Yeah. And so everybody will, you know, so they won't be confused. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, really, requests coming, you know, onto there and Facebook, and I have everything you need. Okay. Well, I'll make... And I love you so much, and thank you. And thank you, listeners, and thank you for being the the mediator that you are for all of of the musicians and all the work that you do for us. We we love you, and we need you so much. And I thank you, and I I, I hope you stay warm. Put your scarf on and and stay warm now, okay? (laughs) I will try my best. I will try my best. All right. Okay, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, great. Thank you. Great privilege to meet you. Take care. Bye. You've been listening to Behind the Drive Shortcuts. My name is Douglas McLean, and our guest was Dale Bazio, who I had the opportunity to talk to by phone on uh, from California. She's got some great music out there. I hope you'll check it all out. <laughs>